Nigel, it's nice to see you again. Um, we've had a lot of time to prepare for the World Cup break. Has the four weeks gone as you anticipated? Um, it doesn't seem that long to me, but um, yeah, I mean, it's it's been an opportunity to give people a bit of time and uh, players are looking good. So looking forward to the game now. Nothing beats playing though. How much are you looking forward to the next few games building up to Christmas? First things first, just the game at the weekend. I mean, that's the, you know, we, we've got 25 games or so left, whatever it is. And um, I think it's important for us to to try and make make the uh, the best that we can of of those 25 games and, and get ourselves pushed at the table. It's uh, it's it's a very tight league. Um, I think there's always a bit of a lull after the Christmas period, but I, I can't see that happening this season because you know people have had a break. So um, yeah, looking forward to getting back playing the games. What are your ambitions for Bristol City this season? To get into the top half to start with, and then try and push on from there. So uh, it'll be important uh, to keep our key members of the playing staff fit and available. I think that's uh, been a part of the reason that we've uh, not done as well as we would like to so far. Um, but hopefully, you know, we'll we'll uh, be able to keep the the squad pretty pretty fit. And and who knows, we we may do some business in January. We we may not. Um, difficult to say at the moment, but. Uh, yeah, it's uh, it's been a good couple of weeks training and uh, the players are, like I say, the players are very competitive and, and uh, look in good shape. And is a positive going into Saturday, Cal Naismith, um, will he be available for selection this weekend? Yeah, should be. Um, there's only really uh, Thomas Callas at the moment, uh, Kane, Wilson, um, Eamon being out as well. Uh, we re-ruptured his uh, ACL, which is unfortunate, but these things happen. Um, so he's had a bit of bad news, but um, he's had surgery again, so he'll be, that really will be his season uh, over. Um, but, you know, the rest of them, um, Kane should be back in the new year at some point. Um, Thomas Callas, we could have him fit before Christmas. So, uh, it, it, I suppose this this break has given us a chance to 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 get to get the um, squad as fit as possible. And uh, yeah, they they're looking good now. And Thomas is he frustrated? I mean, it's a positive that he'll be back before Christmas. Touchwood, but um, he must be frustrated not playing much football if at all this season. Yeah, he's been <laughs> very frustrated. Uh, because when, uh, just when it looks as though he's on the cusp of coming back, something else has occurred. So it, it has been a bit of a frustrating time for him. Uh, but I think as long as we get him back and he stays fit, then that's another uh, player of uh, good calibre at this level um, for the squad. So look at the positive aspects of it and, and he'll be back before long and, and uh, you know, be playing playing for a contract like many other players. City fans were very proud to see Antoine out at the World Cup representing Ghana. Yeah. Um, is he straight in at the deep end, back at the club yesterday? So is he back in full training from, from the outset? 
Oh, yeah. He doesn't get a break. <laughs> I would think, uh, you know, I just seen him out there on on the grass. He's uh, he's he looks excited to be back and ready to play. What a great experience for the young man to go out there and, and be a part of a World Cup uh, squad. So, um, yeah, there's there's no time to to rest for him now. It's it's straight back into the squad. And your last performance, if we remember, was Watford, which was very positive and encouraging. How do you um, encourage the players to play that more often, more regularly, as we go back into Championship action? Well, I mean, with games like that, the Sheffield United game, I mean, we uh, we played really well in, in, in that game too. We've had some poor performances. The Lincoln one was obviously a very disappointing night. Uh, and a very disappointing performance. Um, yeah, but the, the standards that we uh, sort of hit against teams like Watford, we, we need to produce it every single week. And, and, and the players are aware of that. Uh, we've, early on, early on in the season, we were scoring lots of goals, but conceding too many. And, um, you know, goals of not dried up but they've been uh, harder to come by and uh, we need to try and reproduce that sort of a form but the most important thing for us is is to is to have cohesion as a team that's the biggest thing for us now and uh, as i've said important factor in that will be keeping key players fit uh, and available and making sure that we that we uh, fulfil our potential every time that we play. In the past, Rotherham have always given City physical, direct challenges. I don't know if that's changed under their new manager, but what do you expect from a Rotherham side who I think picks up four points out of six going into the World Cup break? Yeah, that'll be a tough game, you know, at their place too. Um, they'll certainly ask lots of questions of us physically. Um, they play with a, a lot of uh, commitment in the in the attacking third, so you know they, they they have runners in behind. They will, yeah, they'll they'll be a, a stern test for us. So they've had a decent and solid return to the championship so far. Um, but I say almost every week that really it's more about our own performance. If we are near our best, we're a, a tough proposition for any team. Pleasure. Uh, pleasure. Pleasure. Right. Time off for you. At least you managed to have some time off yourself. Yes, the, we all have the same amount of time off. So, you know, um, it's important to give them a, a, a week's rest. And then after that, they, they've got programs to do themselves away from here. And then uh, and then we've been training for two weeks. So it's. Um, You've got to take advantage of situations like that, whether you whether you like them or not. I mean, the the, the World Cup's been an interesting tournament so far, um, so it's what it is. You don't very often uh, get a chance for a, a break as a manager unless you get sacked during the season. <laughs> well, I mean, look, it's it's really good for him. On a personal level, and, and certainly his family, a very proud moment, I'm sure. But uh, yeah, it's it's positive for us as well. He's come through our uh, academy, and 
Indies. Uh, it's one of our um, home-produced players, if you like. So it's a really, it, it's a, I think there'll be a lot of people within the club who uh, played a part in Antoine's development who, who will feel very proud and, and rightly so. So uh, it's a good story. And, uh, but we have to keep it in context now. It's, it's now about us as a, as a team getting back onto the pitch and producing some decent performances that yield more points than we've uh, gained of late. So that's the priority now. Just on Aiman, though, is mm. the future of this priority. For any player of any age, is very tough to take. Yeah. Well, I mean, look, it, it's, he's, his teammates have rallied around him. Clearly, he's you know, upset and disappointed because he, he'd worked exceptionally hard to get back uh, along with the, uh, the medical staff. It's, it's just an unfortunate occurrence. You know, there, was, there was no contact. There was a, um, it, was, it looked pretty innocuous, really. Um, but if it's, I suppose the other way of looking at it, if it's going to re-rupture, um, better happening now and we can we can get it uh, sorted so that um, I'm not entirely sure exactly um, what's happened this time differently uh, in, in terms of the surgery, but uh, um, you know he'll 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 be fine. He'll he will recover. It's 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 a it's a serious uh, injury, but um, importantly that there isn't damage to um, cartilage as well, which means it. It's for the longer term uh, a better outcome for him. I don't know whether we did we say that did we did, did we we didn't announce anything. It was look, it was just a training game. We we had a chance for uh, our players to uh, all get forty five minutes, so we basically picked two two sides. And uh, and put them out there, and it was a good yeah, it was a good run out. Um, <laughs> I think there was a, a doubt during the week whether we'd be able to see each other on the pitch because of the the fog up here last week was pretty bad, but uh, on the Saturday it was it, it was fine, and we had a yeah we had a good workout against them. Is is Elijah Morris playing with the first on a regular basis now? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean he's done well. He's done very well, and and it's just picking the, the the right moment for him to to get more exposure. But but the good thing is he's still playing games um, in the twenty ones. You know, it's it's training with us, and that is I think there's the benefit of keeping players in house. Um, there are times that players go out alone, um, but we feel that there's uh, with certain players in particular, there's more benefit with them staying around our own squad. Uh, two reasons we might need them, but actually, um, you know, there's more continuity of, of what we do with players. So, you watch the academy uh, teams train now. Um, there is a there is a, a a relationship between what they do in their training sessions and what we do. So, you know, there's a, it's a, it's a better pathway for the players. 
Well, I mean, I, I've, I was a national coach for the FA for um, two and a half years, so I've, I've got plenty of background working with younger age groups uh, too. So um, I, I've not heard what Matty said about how I've changed, but <laughs> it doesn't really matter. Um, we all change with time. I think it's just important that... Um, in a managerial position, you have an open mind in terms of uh, because circumstances can change very much from one job to the next, and, and you know. And so, for instance, because of our own situation, both in terms of how we've had to uh, adopt a different stance on on recruitment, you know, for us, it's it's imperative that we. Uh, that we produce players ourselves, and um, you can only do that if if there is a an understanding throughout the whole of the club what you're trying to produce. You know, so um, there are clubs that have a don't have a strong relationship between academy and, and and the first team operation, which I would imagine in those situations for for the academy staff it must be difficult to know what you're trying to produce. Well, we know what we're looking for, and that's the bottom line. We know what we're looking for, and it's it will depend on whether um, we're able to do that that business or not. If if we can't get the players that we want, or a player that we want, then it, it, again, it's not a window to waste uh, resources in. And we've you know we've got to make sure that we we have an obligation to to do everything we can to to. Uh, comply with the financial uh, fair play re regulations too. So, you know, all these things together, it, it's not as straightforward as saying we need players or, or it would be nice to, to, um, to tweak the squad. Um, you know, they're, they're, I don't know yet whether there will be players who who may leave. There may be. There may not be. So, all those factors uh, have a an impact on the tempo that you can do business at. So, you know, I'm a big believer in doing uh, January business as early as possible. So you get the benefit of, of uh, you know, an extra month if you do it on the first day. <laughs> are, are, are the club in a position now that you've got the targets in mind? Can you... Look, we always have the targets in mind. You know, it's not a case of, uh, we know the types of markets that we're looking in. So uh, people need to forget the idea of us splashing out fortunes on players. But we know the market that we're, that we're looking at. And um, you know, the, the club want to be very supportive of, of the first team operation, of course they do. But, but we have obligations to meet in terms of, as I've already said, financial fair play. So, you know, we can't we can't just uh, throw caution to the wind, so to speak. <coughs> yeah, we've got an option, which well, I mean, 
It will be. Of course it will, because he's one of our prized assets. So, you know, those, you know, you can you can take that as read that we that we will take that option on him. Of course we will. Well, 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 there isn't one, but you, you know, we'll, all in good time, eh? Let's see what happens. And indeed, I'm going to be I'm going to use the CEO. How is that progressing? I don't know. That's that's not my. I mean, look, Richard and I, um, uh, as as Richard does around the place anyway, continue to work in exactly the same way. So, those are questions to to put to somebody in the hierarchy, not certainly not to me. Um, uh, but again, what, what we're trying to do as a club is, is make sure that any transition from, you know, I mean, it's, it's, it's been a couple of months now, I think since uh, or a month and a half since um, the announcement that Richard would be leaving at the end of the January window. So uh, clearly there are, there will be, um, the process of trying to find his replacement will be underway. Of course it will be. Uh, but outside of that, what's vitally important for us at the moment is there is a continuity of, of how we work because, um, you know, Richard is very professional and he will continue to do his job in the, in the way that he always does it. So, um, and, and that means having uh, a lot of cooperation with it within the business. So, um, I'm, I'm sure it's moving in the right direction. I don't know though, but uh, uh, I've got no concerns over that at all. Okay. He's never not been involved with the first team. It's just a case of, you know, if we've got, if we've got. The, the right numbers, um, you know, that he's he's not um, in the position that he was, uh, you know, maybe last year. Um, his, his future remains uh, uncertain, of course. Um, but he's, look, he's, he's been absolutely no trouble at all. He, he trains really well. He's a great lad. So th there's nothing sinister going on it's just a case of who's available um players who are here for the for the long haul um probably will get a nod ahead of him but but i i you know i trust him in the sense that uh, i know that if he if he's required uh, he'll do a good job for us so you know he continues to to train very very well um uh, and so it, it's just being professional about it. He'll, he'll never be, um, if you like, uh, shunned by by us because he's a player that we that we respect and we still need. Um, but of course, there is a possibility that uh, something might happen in January with him. So you know, we'll see. Yeah. Is it better if to stay? Because obviously, some of that has been an issue uh, this season. Regards to the player that they've been, would you sometimes consider that people think will be best? No, he, he's a player that will benefit uh, greatly from having a full season with them. Uh, and and this is where 
if you look at how um, how we look at the loan situation, it's about it's not we we don't apply all the same um, factors to, to to every player. You have to look at each at each um, player on, on their own merit, and I think. Uh, yeah, Riley needs to stay there and continue his good form. He's had a he's had a good season so far. And you sort of got the importance of playing for the future playing for your contract, but obviously the sack after Thomas Hatt, he's out of the contract. And do you sometimes consider his injury past does that affect you in a way that because of the ability? Um well you you'll have to wait and see what happens in the future. I mean look, th- those are factors that that do come into consideration, of course, but that, but um, again, every player's circumstances are a little bit different, um, and obviously the financial side's a huge part of it as well. So uh, all those, there is work being done behind the scenes. We've had plenty of discussions as as members of staff in terms of where we go with the squad um, this summer. There are a lot of contracts that expire, uh, so there will be a number of players who are essentially playing for the new contracts, which I think is healthy. Um, but there will also be conversations with players when the time's right about maybe a, a different scenario. So you know, I, I'm, I'm not going to 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 say anything in the public forum, and I've not spoken to players. You know, I mean that's the that's the way that we that's the way we do that. Richard will continue to to talk with uh, players' representatives, and you know that's how we work. And the Alex Scott speaking about his aims to play for the England team. Do you think not to put pressure on his shoulders? Do you think that will happen during his career? He's got a lot of time ahead of him, but yes, one word answer: yes. He's, he's good enough. Yeah, absolutely. And the Mark Sides, I think they just stay here as well. Well, look, Mark Sykes has had a, a, a really uh, good start to his career here, and um, yeah, I think he can be uh, relatively satisfied with uh, how he's progressed here. You know, we've, we, it's hard for players to make that step up and remain at the. Um, the top of their game right the way through, but I think Mark Sainz has had a very, uh, very good start to his Bristol City career. And uh, just obviously, City will be playing on Saturday. Obviously, England now. So I just want to know your take and how you form with the World Cup so far, and who says the chance of passing this chance on you as well. Yeah, we've got a good chance. Yeah, and and I think England have performed very well. I I, I don't buy into all this up and down mentality where um, we got through comfortably um, the squad seems in in good physical shape and to win tournaments you need to make sure you peak at the right time so there's been plenty of tournaments in the past where England haven't done that because we've been useless at, at tournament football but uh, I think Gareth's record is outstanding and I think his calmness um, with how he how he reflects on performance is, is something which uh, is very visible with the team too so um, yeah we've got as good a chance as anybody okay